0: She was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male, and the other two... Well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers.
1: Hello, and welcome to Recovery Internet Radio, broadcast live and direct from Straight Stuff Studios. We've got a—we've got an interesting show here for you tonight. Uh, I got a... I Put that on the table right now. That we are we are recording uh, a day early, and and it might be partly because there's some pretty decent football games on tomorrow. So uh, (laughs) the show will be available uh, as early as later this afternoon, but it still will broadcast at our usual time on Sunday at seven. So thank you for joining us here tonight. Uh, I'd like to introduce our host this week and every week, Mr. Rick Atwater, the man who needs very little introduction, but I'll do it anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Needs very little introduction to. You know about half a dozen people. anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, welcome to the show, and um, thanks for joining us tonight, where we are every Sunday night um, at seven. And uh, our tag tonight is "Weed or No Weed: The Great Dope Debate. You, you have a talent with the, with the titles, don't you? Yeah. I was going to put to weed or not to weed." <laughs> but I, I, I thought that was just a little on the tacky side, so I thought, nah. But uh, yeah, the great great dope debate, and and it really is quite a debate. I mean, it really has turned into quite a national, you know, a state and national issue, and people are talking about it, and it affects a lot of a lot of different areas. So, it certainly um, does. It certainly does. We thought, um, well, the guests tonight are us, um, and we've kind of we didn't exactly flip a coin, but pretty close. We're we're, <laughs> we're going to try to take marginally opposite sides of the issue so that we can, Um, I guess our goal really is not so much to argue but to present reasonable um, but but probably largely opposing sides of this issue. Not that this uh, information is, you know, represents specifically what Chris thinks or what I think, but more Correct. Yeah. Uh, to try and get as much reasonable information out there as we can, so that you can make up your own mind where you stand on this because it's not that it's complicated it's not that simple
1: it is complicated, like rick said there's there's a variety of a variety of different topics when it comes to this. it's not as simple as legal or not you know if that was if it was as cut and dry as that, then I don't think it would be a really great topic for a radio show, but uh, I yeah it, and I agreed to take the side of of, of of pro, I guess. You know, maybe just to play devil's advocate a little bit, but exactly. So, you know, all of you out there can make your own decisions because there's more more than more than just one or two, uh, one or two things to consider. So, yeah, a
2: discuss. lot of we're going to have a lot of we're going to have a lot of different um, angles to look at tonight and. Uh, the one other thing I'll say is since we're since we're actually not live, you can't call in, which is in a way too bad because we if we ever if we were ever going to have call in, <laughs> this would be the this day, would be the show. <laughs> but you can tweet, yeah. and we will get the tweets. Um, we just won't get them live.
1: Yeah, but well, definitely. definitely you know, so we
2: hope that we will hear from you. Um, you can uh, can you email to the, the website? Can you send an email to the website? Yeah, mm-hmm. So you can contact us through the website if you have feelings about this or thoughts about this. We'd love to hear from you. And if if we get a lot of interest and if people have a lot of opinions about it, we'll we'll, we'll do it again. Darn right. We'll continue the discussion. We'll get some people on here that know more than we do. We'll. Uh,
1: I doubt that's even possible. No, I can't no, I'm imagine. Not, <laughs> uh, the website, if you if you're not aware, if you've made it this far, you might already know it, but it's recoveryinternetradio.com. Check it out. Uh, tell a friend. We'd love to. We'd love to. You know, reach more people. So that'd be great. Um, and if you go to the contact us section, there's a link to the Twitter and uh, email. And so if you have things to say, we'd love to hear it. And uh, you just reach us directly uh, on Twitter at at Rick Atwater. At Rick Atwater. We, Booyah. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, and I think we we probably have like I don't know. We've really we've really buckled up there on the followers. I think we're Ooh. at about maybe 30 or so. We're gonna have a party when we get to get to 100. I think. Yeah we're we're really kicking it.
1: So, we celebrate with cupcakes. So, that maybe that's a good
2: that would be a good yeah, finish. So and I'm sure, sure that somebody out problems. there is thinking, "What's in those cupcakes?" Yeah. No, those are brownies, dude.
1: Yeah. You know, edibles have become a big market. Have they? You know, I mean, I, I don't mean to just jump right in here, but now that there is there has been a lot of of states and and that have made cannabis, marijuana use, legal or, you know, to varying degrees, not necessarily, or some places recreationally, I think only Colorado at this point, uh, are you allowed to have, on the state level, uh, a certain amount, a small amount of, of marijuana for personal use, and you don't have to have a, a prescription from a doctor, basically, is what it comes down to. You can, yeah. you know, visit a dispensary, and, right. you know, it's still, it's, I think it's in the early stages of of the regulation and how they're going to deal with that. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean,
2: I think it's an ounce for residents and, I don't know, an eighth for
1: non-residents. I was looking through some of the data. on. There's 21 states where, you know, so, you know, give or take about a little less than half are in various stages of partial legality. You know, some more than others. Some only medicinal. Some, you know, very small amounts. Some very large amounts. I think Washington and Wyoming, you can have up to, I want to say, twenty-four ounces, which is, um, if I don't know if you if, if you're familiar with the English weight system, but twenty-four ounces of pot is a lot of pot. Yeah. I mean, like.
2: Yeah, because a with, lot of pot. Yeah. Yeah, here's an ounce. Good heavens. <laughs> I mean you know well for for some people maybe
1: that don't know um you know and and there's another question i guess about about dosage and and for those of of, of you out there that maybe have partaken i'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but it doesn't really take a, a whole lot of this substance to to you know achieve whatever results you're looking for
2: no and it's pretty i think it's common knowledge that the the quality the the potency of the marijuana has Increased, yeah, greatly over time. So, like, when, back in the, you know, back in the, you know, late '60s, early '70s, um, an ounce a pot. I suppose, you know, we don't, you know, an ounce a pot wouldn't necessarily go that far. But today, yeah, that could be that could, very that, could very last, that could last. That could last a while. What do you what do you think that What do you think the uh, the purpose of allowing twenty four ounces of pot is. See, I didn't, I didn't really know that. That's a, that's a lot of pot. Why would you allow, just, you know, I, I like just a, want to
1: make sure our listeners know that I'm, I'm in, in, no way, shape or form an expert. So if I, if I said Wyoming and it's, and it's Oregon, you know, don't, don't, you know,
2: don't beat them don't up. Freak don't freak out. Jeff. But,
1: you know, yeah. just to, just to illustrate a point and, and my, my extensive knowledge comes from, you know, maybe doing a little Google searching yesterday. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm an expert in my own mind, but in any case, um, you know, I think certain states that, that allow for, uh, you know, the partial legality for med- medicinal use uh, you, 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 to, to allow people to have a dispensary. So if I want to have, you know, if I want to be someone that sells marijuana and that's partially been legalized, so, I, you know, if I have to check a prescription and I have to, you know, I have to follow a different set of guidelines, well, I'm only allowed to own a certain amount, too. So it's very it's very Yeah, I state just to
2: state I mean to me if stop. you if somebody if somebody's allowed to uh possess <clears throat> excuse me 24 ounces of marijuana that is in a way that's de facto uh decriminalization. Yeah. I mean because who really, other than somebody who's going to sell it, is going to keep 24 ounces of pot around? For what are you going to do? What are you going to do with 24 hour, uh, ounces of pot? You know, exactly. like uh, insulate your attic.
1: That's what I was. That's what I was getting at with the dispensary. I mean, yeah, that was the point. You know, obviously, somebody that needs that much is, is looking to distribute. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So okay, but you know, so there's like a, a lot of a lot of things are changing. I know, like in, um, so in Illinois which is wh- where where we're based and what I know where, what I know the most about where, you know they started the uh this is it's medically legal in it for very and it's very very narrowly uh legal in this uh in this state i think it's um medically uh prescribable for i think i want to say 30 or 35 different specific chronic serious illnesses.
1: So I can't so, walk into a into a clinic and say, "Hey, hey doc, I have I'm having trouble sleeping."
2: No. And uh-huh. yeah, or my knee hurts.
1: Cuz I think a lot of people hear that, well, oh, it's you just need a prescription free, you know, game on.
2: Right. Oh, hey, it's legal.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pod's
2: legal. You know, weeds legal, so or it's, you know, I mean, and that's, that's, I think that's part of the reason we decided to do this show, mm-hmm. is to try to get clear on what the parameters of this are and what it means, because it's confusing. You know, like, a lot of adults will, will come, you know, come to me and say, hey, my kid says, you know, why should I stop smoking pot You know, it's going to be legal anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not really accurate. It's not, first of all, it's not going to be legal for somebody under 21 anywhere Probably ever. It's it's there's an age limit on the on recreational use in Colorado. It's 21.
1: Sure, and I mean it. it you know, I mean, let's not make any, any It's a it's a, a, a mood altering substance. It affects your perception. I think you know. I think everybody can agree on that, whether you're for it or against it. that you know, if you're for it, you're not doing it because it's got vitamin C. You know, so, yeah, you know. The Any more than you're drinking control, scotch because, you know. Because, uh, you're, you're, you, know you're, like, you know, a case of Miller Lights good for them, um, you know, medicinally. Well, it, you know, a glass of red wine is good for your heart, but, you know, a, a, a couple six, of bottles. Six beers is you probably know, not. Yeah, you've you got to draw that distinction. And, right. And, and it, it affects the way you behave and it affects, sure. you know, so. And I know that they've done a little, that's another part of it that's sort of, it's just kind of new as a society for us at this point to really kind of decide how we're going to legislate that, and that's like Rick said, why we're part of the reason why we're doing this show. It's legal, sort of, in some states, and you know, what, let's let's just get back to let's just get back. We are talking about Illinois and, and what's going on here, where where we're
2: at. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I, it's it's going to be um, there's going to be a limited amount. I. I If I'm not mistaken, it's a certain number of grams in Illinois that are prescribed at a time Mm -hmm. for medicinal use only for specific um, diagnoses. And the other thing is that your doctor has to be a doctor you've had for at least a year.
1: So you can't just walk into that clinic... Or, you know, make an appointment with some other guy because he's right. decided that oh I all of a sudden I have these symptoms now that the medication that I want is available.
2: Right. Hmm. So you go find a new you you can't go out and find a pot doctor.
1: Or you know, how about how about you go to your local family doc that, you know, maybe you're maybe you're eighteen years old that he knows your folks and he knows you know Right. Maybe
2: Your doctor is not gonna become your drug dealer in no, Illinois. No, no, that's no, not gonna work. No. And yeah. So I mean so that's those are those things that have changed. And you know, so how how I might feel about that or how, Chris, how you might feel about that. Um, If we, I suppose if we had to do anything by way of legalization in, in, uh, I I suppose Illinois did about as much as I would be comfortable with anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I have, and before you say anything, I I just want to say that then the next thing would be to start talking a little bit about them, the research about how effective marijuana is for the things that it's being prescribed for
1: as a medication as sure. a medication and i think you know when you talk about there being you know 30 30 odd legitimate reasons that they've said okay that that's a that's a something that you can treat with with marijuana uh or thc that you know the
2: active the active
1: component the cannabinoids in there um not just smoking a green leafy substance isn't going to necessarily do it but that's a very limited number of things. I yeah. mean, when you talk about, I mean, I can watch the I can watch the evening programming, and there's there's enough uh, uh, pharmaceutical things out there, you know, that that would treat any number of things. But um, what do you do? You know, off the top of your head, what some of those some of those conditions are? Are they are they things like um, uh, probably not having trouble going to sleep?
2: No, there are things like um, autoimmune type mm-hmm. diseases like lupus. Mm-hmm which is, you know, uh, painful... Uh, inflammation. Inflammation-related.
1: Like serious, like, ar- like an arthritis kind of a... I don't
2: uh, know. I, mean, I suppose maybe some of the symptoms are like arthritis. Mm-hmm. Then I, I think there's, you know, things like people that are in, um, you know, have certain kinds of cancers or are currently in chemotherapy for certain types of cancers. Mm-hmm. That, those kinds, I mean, that level of seriousness, you know, um, uh, things that would be chronic pain related, but not probably. I hurt my knee or my back hurts today, like, kind of um, stuff.
1: Like a, like cystic fibrosis yeah. or fibromyalgia or uh, yeah, things that things that you don't really, you know, it, you're not going to go. you can't it's make not them a up. Good trade if you want to smoke no. a joint, you don't want to have an ass to do it. You no, know? no, I mean, people you, that have no. these diseases, um, you know, in these these conditions, right. they've probably tried a lot of. the the medication and they they do I'm sure everything that they can to to keep their pain managed because it's a daily thing. It's a chronic disease which, you know, it's not it's not going away. You're not, you know, getting better next week.
2: And you know the funny thing is I don't you know I'm not I'm not a a pro marijuana person, but there are I think legitimately some people for whom marijuana might be a, a a good a good choice after other options have been exhausted. After um, you know when they're you know, but that's so that's that's very few people. Do I want to like? And that's what happens with the with the arguments. I think is they they get polarized into yes or no.
1: Right. I think that's we were talking before the show about the reason that we want to have this discussion is because there are a lot of different. You know, it's not it's not black and white. That would be easy to say. Well, um, marijuana is good for you. Done. It's legal now. Or right. it's bad for you, and it's not legal
2: now. Or everybody can use it, or nobody can use it, or it's legal, or it's not legal. Or
1: I think we're at a point now with the even with the research, because there just hasn't been a ton of hard scientific evidence that that can really say yes or no. No. I mean, when you look at when you look at alcohol, which is legal. I mean, it's regulated, but you know, it's it's not only legal, but you know, imagine how many places that that's available. I mean. I, mm-hmm. I I don't live far from the studio, and I could probably stop at no fewer than fifteen different locations just yeah. on the way here. The uh, gas
2: station, the mini mart, the the jewel, the tavern, the sure.
1: sure, and 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 that's documented. Uh, you know, it causes liver damage. It causes uh, you know, read read the warning label on the side of that bottle of uh, whatever it is, and and you can get kind of an idea. Same with cigarettes. There's been a ton of scientific data, um, you know, that's recently maybe in, in the past whatever decade kind of been more understood to be uh, uh, worse for us than, than maybe what we were led to believe for some, some time. But in any case, there's just not been a lot of credible scientific studies that say yay or nay. So that leaves a lot of room for even professionals, doctors and, and, and people that are doing these studies to say, well, it works in this case and not in that case. It works for this disease, but not as well for that disease.
2: But you know, we got to be—you know—the thing is, you got to be careful because I've heard that a lot. Is that we, well, alcohol is legal, so mm, yeah, mm-hmm. so pot could be legal. Why isn't pot legal? Well,
1: okay. Well, here, you know what? Let's—we do. We want to segue into that because I think sure. that that's
2: a pretty—that's a pretty sure. um, hotly
1: contested. In area. fact, yes. I was you into were. You were segwaying into that. I was going to
2: segue. I'm going to segue right all all over you. I'm highlighting your segue. <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: I'll phrase. Let me, I'll, can I phrase the question? All right, if. If I watch the Super Bowl coming up here pretty soon, guess who's that I'm going to see? I'm pretty sure it's either Bud Light or Miller Light. You know, they had Doritos gets their, their, their shots in there, too. But there's going to be a lot of beer commercials.
2: Maybe a software company or two. I mean, but, yeah, but, you know. The, but yeah, beer mostly, yeah. Beer mostly. You know,
1: yeah. Every sporting event. Wait,
2: wait, Pizza Hut.
1: Pizza Hut, yeah, or do the Papa Johns?
2: I think. Oh, Papa Johns, yeah. yeah. I think we should. But of course, what do, do a lot you, of what do you do when you what do you do when you have a pizza for crying out loud? So you don't smoke a doobie.
1: I, I'm getting off track anyway. Okay. All right. So alcohol, alcohol is legal. It was it was illegal for a brief time. Everybody freaked out. I mean, I'm simplifying prohibition here a little bit, but it's <laughs> <laughs> just a touch. But it's not without its its um,
2: you know similarities. Okay, so here's what I would here's what I would say to that. If
1: Alcohol and tobacco are, are known to be bad for you, Yeah, yet they are legal and right. regulated and commonly socially accepted. I can go sure. to the bar and drink a beer and smoke a cigar or whatever I want to do.
2: So why can't we do that with pot? So, yeah, you know, is pot so, that much
1: worse? What's the difference?
2: The problem with that argument is this, like just because several things are bad and then a and then a third thing comes along, and it's not quite as bad. Does that make it good
3: <laughs> No, it doesn't
2: does that mean does do these two bad things mean that somehow this third quasi bad thing should be added to the list I, I i don't I don't buy that argument i just i think i what i do what I would say is let's look at what we let's look at how we handled alcohol. I think there's a lot of people that say. You know we don't know that we we did a real good job with alcohol that the I'm not talking prohibition here I'm talking regulation and no, talking
1: like today right now I hear yeah. a
2: lot of people say why do we why do we have to sit and look at all these beer commercials is mm-hmm. that really good for the kids mm-hmm. these days why do they take why do they tell uh tobacco companies they can't put um, tobacco advertising up on the billboard close mm-hmm. to schools you know I mean we've we've i think we've we were we were we went to sleep around regulation with those things sure and then now we we don't want to use a bad example as a justification of how to handle the next thing makes sense and this won't be the next this this won't be the last thing
1: well i mean there's there's you know plenty of things out there i think people are always going to be looking for a way to to what to you know and i think that there's an argument to be made for Well, regulation aside, advertising aside, if we just said, blank slate, we woke up today and alcohol companies, you know, tobacco companies, they didn't exist. You know, of course, there's, there's, you know, countless years of history behind that, and it's pretty well entrenched, not only in our society, but around the world. I mean, we didn't just start imbibing mood-altering substances in the last hundred years. This has been going on since, in men chewing
2: on mushrooms. Here, so. and, and, yeah, people crushing grapes or something like right, that. exactly.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's got a long history. But if we just woke up one day and, and objectively looked at the risk-benefit analysis of, of all the substances that we as a society partake of, okay, well. And, and there's one caveat in there, too, is at a certain age, you know, do we consider people responsible adults? Or where do you draw that line and is that important? So if you say, okay, well marijuana can be legal for, you know, for someone that's 21, well why is that? Is it just because we just decided that that was pretty close for alcohol and it's not that way everywhere? I mean, we've changed even in our state. It's been 18, it's been, I mean, I think you know, in the past it's as young as 15 or just plain unregulated and we left it to parents, but now it's 21. Um, you know, so okay, so wipe the slate clean. I'm a responsible adult. I can pick and choose what I want to do. do I you know is there a reason why someone else should tell me that this is better for me than that? Is that based on fact? What is that based on
2: well it's a good it's a good question what, I think it, I really the truth is I think it's subjective, which is why it's all subjective, which is why we're talking about it, which is why it's so difficult for people, which is why I think there's some there's some deeper issues there's like there's social issues there's there's normative. Issues. There's the age of reason issues. There's uh, the ability to make decisions issues. There's the effects issues. Let's just talk about. You know, I, I was reading this one website, and this guy was talking about um, why he thought that it wasn't a good idea to to use marijuana. And he it was. He happened to be a doctor, but I think that that was incidental to his discussion. He. Okay. What he said was that one of the things he really valued, he was talking to his friends, and one of the things he really valued was his interaction with his friends and the, the closeness that they had and their ability to talk to one another. And he noticed that when people that he had known in college and stuff got high, everybody kind of drifted into their own corners. They became less, um, less interested in each other and more interested in their own Smaller circle of, of of tactile and sensory interests.
1: So that kind of you know would, would be because of that that mood altering quality. So yeah, something something changed. Something and that
2: shifted. was what that was his subjective experience. Sure, his subjective uh, uh, view of it, and it, and he felt like it affected his uh, his friendships, the depths of his friendships, this, his social life, and he wasn't really uh, preaching. He mm-hmm. just noticed that that and he missed his friends and he said you know what guys he wrote a letter to him and he said you know what guys please i like you i want to stay friends with you don't smoke pot
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: very very nicely worded yeah i like that yeah i mean it was, it was and so i mean i think there's a lot of that um a lot of misconceptions mm. I mean, maybe we can talk a little bit about the effects and some of the social stuff. Maybe what we should do is, maybe we should take a break right now, actually. You want to, take, you want to take, a, take a short break? Yeah, let's take a short break, and then let's come back and let's talk about some of that other stuff.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks for being here with us tonight. I know this is a pretty uh, hot topic, so hopefully we'll hear from some of you. Again, uh, Twitter is at Rick Atwater. You can reach us at recoveryinternetradio.com. Enjoy the tunes. We'll be back with you in a moment.
0: And smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like it Just look on in the eyes I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die Now you won't see no sad and teary eyes When I get my wings and it's my time to fly
2: And tell more jokes and dance stuff Just keep the music playing That'll be a good
0: goodbye Roll me up and smoke me when I die Roll me up and smoke me when I
3: die
0: And if anyone don't like it Just look on me in the eye. I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die don't like it, just look on in the eye. I didn't come here and I ain't leaving, so don't sit around and cry. Just roll me up and smoke me when I die. Just roll me up and smoke me when I die.
1: Welcome back to Recovery Internet Radio. You can find us, as always, at recoveryinternetradio.com. Tweet us live at Rick Atwater. I say live; we're pre-recorded today, so I, you know most of our most of our listens are from the the archives, archives anyway. anyway yeah. yeah, people. I think people want to take it on the go. Anyway, uh, we've been having a, a very very lively discussion. I don't want to say debate because I think we both kind of have a, a little. There's some crossover. I think there's no. There's no clear yay or nay, so we leave it to you, good listener, to decide for yourself. We just hope to present some information and maybe some different viewpoints about the discussion uh, of marijuana. What was the what's the name of the show? We <laughs> weed or no weed? The great dope debate. And Rick shared with me uh, off the air that there was a other, the other possible title was uh, To weed or not to, to weed. Weed or not to weed. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the question today. That is so. the question. Yeah. So thanks for being with us here. Uh, and and uh, do we have any uh, a little anything that we want to say here in the middle?
2: Well, um, let's just go. Let's just go on with our discussion. We're gonna go. We're let's gonna go. 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 I
1: will say, go to go to sidekicksmentoring.org, Check us out. It's a great program, volunteer based uh, youth mentoring program. If you're a youth that needs mentoring or a mentor that needs youths, please check us out at SidekicksMentoring Oh, okay. You find out all about it.
2: All right, we got our little, we got our plug in. That's so our plug for cool. this week. Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so we were one of the things we were talking about. When, I think where we left off is effects, and sure. I think highly subjective. I told the story about the the doc who asked his friends not to smoke because he missed them yeah. because they kind they, of went they, into sensory. Uh, they in, got involved
1: in things not. In, in, not social, they were distracted, maybe, or...
2: Yeah, but there's a lot of people that would argue about that and say, well, these, are there people that say that pot makes them more social, that weed makes them more social?
1: I, You know, I think anybody that's been to a Grateful Dead show might might say something along those lines. Yeah. You know, I mean, not to stereotype, but, you know, I think that a gathering of people that are relatively like-minded when it comes to their views on, on marijuana usage. Yeah. I think... You know, and I don't know that that I'm not qualified enough to answer it, really. But someone that runs one of these dispensaries, or maybe has been for a while, in some of the states, you know, the the legality is still in question in a lot of states, 20 plus at this point. And some places, uh, California being one of them, has been pushing for legalization or at least medicinal legalization from since the mid 90s. And there has been dispensaries there uh, for for quite a long time. And so someone that runs one of these, you know, a, a, a dispensary uh, proprietor, uh, if you will, <laughs> a guy that sells a lot of, a lot of pot. let's just, let's just call it that. Um, there's a lot of different strains. And if you hear someone discuss marijuana and, and how it affects them. Um, I think some people are very versed in, and very knowledgeable about well, this particular strain makes me feel this way, and this particular, you know, maybe this makes me feel energetic, or this makes me feel uh, relaxed, or more lethargic, or you know. And I think what you said at the, at the at the jump was that it's subjective. Yeah. And I don't think that there's any way you can you, you can really tell. I don't, I don't. I've never read anything that says okay, well. THC uh, A is going to affect you this way, and THC B is going to affect you this way. But I do know that we all have our own personal biology. We all have our own little ecosystem. So when you introduce something to to an individual, maybe maybe you're going to get this way, and I'm going to get that. Hmm.
2: Well, I I I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know if it's a generalization or not. But I think I've I have. Personally, I've seen um, what I mean. Here's I guess this is in a way. It's a segue to another topic because there's a difference between
1: you're like the segue master.
2: Yeah, the seg master. (laughs) Uh, Like there's a difference between a recreational user and a chronic user. Hmm. And
1: well, what's what's what, what would you explain what those two things are?
2: Again, subjective, but, okay. but um, in like general. A, a recreational user would be um, somebody for whom um, it, it really isn't that important. The example I always give, I always tell people, how, how many times did you play Monopoly this week? Uh, Couldn't tell you. I, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm did you think a zero for me. But yeah, And did you think about playing Monopoly this week? Didn't cross my mind.
2: Okay. Right. That's how a recreational user would. Would view marijuana hmm. if it came along. Oh, okay, fine. Hmm. Monopoly. But I'll it wouldn't. It would I'm be, the. I'm the race car right. for everybody out there. Right. I'm the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I kick. No. I, I, but,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like go fast. All
2: right. But but
1: that's, so, so. somebody so that uses it regularly, recreationally, it's, it's not, it's
2: like, not uh, something they think about
1: that much. It's we're okay. Not, we're, we're not fine. building it into our day. Maybe I'm no. not. I'm not. You know. No, we're Thinking not, about it on my way home from no, work. No, we're, not, to t- we're not
2: talking enough on the way to work. Oh, okay. We're not, okay. you know, that kind of thing. That, just in a very broad sense. And then, and then there's lots of other types of users, you know. So, you know, we haven't really made that distinction. And that's, a, that's really, now we're, talking, now we're talking addiction and treatment. And so, mm. some people will say, well, you can't get addicted to smoking pot. Not my experience. Interesting. Okay. Not my experience. Well, I mean, I, I would relate it to... I think that there's there's
1: definite you know obvious correlation to to alcohol, and whether that's you know exactly the same or not, I don't know. But when you talk about how many times did you play Monopoly this week, and if you there's people that that are fine, you know, alcohol is regulated. Alcohol is known to be dangerous. We know that it can be addictive, not for everybody, but for some people. Right. And so you know a lot you know in, in a lot of the same same characteristics, I imagine would hold true for for marijuana where. There's probably a certain percentage of the population that would be able to smoke recreationally or play Monopoly from time to time, but there's a certain amount of people that would probably, you know, really take it and run with it.
2: Absolutely, and I don't think I don't think, and just like with alcohol, I don't think any amount of regulation mm-hmm. is going to change the number of people that potentially that would potentially be addicted, that would become addicted. The, but what I would say is, it, see, that's why I want to separate the issue. Yeah. Don't think that regulation, making it illegal or illegal, is going to change, the, is change the, generally the number of people that are going to end up having a problem with it. But don't pretend it's not dangerous. That's an interesting point. And I feel like I
1: might have, I might have gone uh, against. I think I might have just taken the wrong turn here. I'm I'm pro here, right? Okay. So. Oh, no, you, you you're you're there. You're there. I mean, I can't I can't
2: give you too much credit. I, I
1: don't I don't. I disagree, sir. No. <laughs> uh.
2: No, I mean that's that's my point is don't pretend that it's not. Just you know, um, certain number of people are going to going to have addictions problems. If we we could get into the argument of of legal or not legal, and mm-hmm. that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one avenue that we've talked about, we've talked a little bit about the effects, now we're talking a, a little bit more about the about the addiction potential.
1: And I think that that's an important part of the discussion. I, and I would like to ask, you know, that being said, and whether it's legal, whether it's not legal, is that really going to change people's behavior that much? I think that, again, there's a certain percentage of the population that says, oh, well, that's against the law, okay done deal. No question. That's right. why why would I why would I question that? Right. You know, it's obviously somebody somewhere decided that that wasn't a good idea. So, okay. Right. I don't want to go to jail. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair, you know, stance right. to take, you sure. know, regardless of how you feel about it. Right. Um but yeah, there's there's always it's, it's always going to be there. There's always going to be, you know, teenagers that wanna drink alcohol. Even though it's not legal, there's always going to be people that, whether it's legal or not, are going to, are going to smoke marijuana. Sure. Um, so, by decriminalizing it, do we say maybe take away some of the appeal, some of the some of the thrill factor, maybe for some people?
2: It might. Um, but you said you said something. You said use use the word decriminalization, which is something I wanted to talk about a little mm. bit because yeah, that's a good point too. There's a difference between legalizing and decriminalizing.
1: Yeah, cuz I think a lot of people here, oh, decriminal decriminalized game on. Right. And
2: California, let's get the hookah and <laughs> let's get the bit, let's and, get to work here. Get to work. <laughs> California decriminalized. Mm-hmm. I don't know in what what year it was, but I they
1: It was it was in the mid 90s, mid to late 90s I believe.
2: And the difference between decriminalizing and legalizing as I understand it is Like what they did is they made a certain amount of marijuana um, a misdemeanor Mm -hmm. and a certain amount of marijuana, a a smaller amount of marijuana um, like a, like a, a ticket, a fine,
1: sure like you know you, you parked in the no no zone you know right. that's that's about as bad as it's going to be
2: right and they still have they still have laws against public consumption they still have laws against sales and distribution they still have all of that mm-hmm. but certain smaller amounts of marijuana are are not legal but they're not felonies you don't go to jail for it sure. and they're not even they're not even misdemeanors in some cases
1: and i think in that in that instance the way that that, that legislation came about wasn't so much a discussion of whether it was good or bad for you. It was more a matter of are we locking up people and and in jails full of people that that really in the grand they scheme had of things a couple ounces know, of dope in their house. This guy for personal use this yeah. guy got arrested for B and E and, and beaten some guy half to death and this guy smoked a joint. So I, you know, maybe maybe we'll give this guy a fine. Not that it's legal just that it's not criminal. So it's not Exactly. And see the this same. is where
2: this is a this is a great this is a great discussion because this is where the this is where the crossover is for, mm. for you know, at least for me. I don't, you know, decriminalizing, I'm a treatment person. I'm for treatment. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a problem with a substance. Was that another segue? Dear well, Lord, I think you snuck one in there. I didn't no, even No, I'm just that. changing the subject. Oh, <laughs> no, no, not, I'm not segue. really changing I'm just, I guess no. I'm trying to tie a couple of things together sure. here. I'm trying to try tie the concept of decriminalization together with the difference between treatment and, and uh and jail. like well, let me ask you this all right what 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 works
1: is that I mean I think maybe we're we're hitting at that a little bit, but if if someone gets arrested for you know whatever the possession they, they they get caught smoking smoking marijuana, you know it's either over the legal limit. Wherever they happen to be, or it's just not—it's just plain not legal there, and it's not decriminalized. It is—it is a criminal. In some places, it's considered just as—you know—if you're walking down the street with a bag of cocaine, mm-hmm. or, or you're distributing MDMA or heroin, or you know whatever the case may be, or, right. or prescription pills or right. marijuana, right? Then where do you end up, and what happens?
2: Well, well, first of all you know, I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to end up in subjective territory again because mm-hmm. what that means is we have to make a judgment that one drug, I mean, we do have classes of drugs based on their... Well, not even in a subjective manner. I mean, I'm
1: not comparing that to that. And that's a whole lot of the discussion. But right. just as far as, you know, hitting kind of at the treatment thing, do you think incarceration is a successful, uh, you know, deterrent for someone that, you know, uses marijuana?
2: No, absolutely not. And I don't think anybody else thinks that either. Hmm. <laughs> I just think there's a lot of people that don't know what to do. You know, I mean, I don't think, you know, I mean, there's some people that are strictly law and order that that really, that really and, and there may be some small percentage of the population. See, by the time somebody comes to the attention of the law, mm-hmm. chances are they're already doing things that are, that put them outside of recreational use. Otherwise, they wouldn't be busted in the first place. Right. So we're not generally talking... I'm sure
1: there's, there's, you know...
2: There's a few exceptions, but... Sure. Yeah. Ask, any, ask any corrections people, ask any law enforcement people around here. 80% of the jail is filled with people who have drug and alcohol problems. Mm-hmm. It's common knowledge. Everybody knows that. And most people also recognize, most reasonably enlightened people also recognize that treatment is a better option for alcohol and drug-addicted uh, people. Mm-hmm. But so but we now let's take this all the way back to our, our marijuana user and like how does that you know how does that, how does that play here so basically what we're saying and we're talking about decriminalization we're taking, we're trying to keep the minor players the non the non-addicted type people out of the system and out of jail
1: right That's, because it's not really i think we've we've proven through trial and error here at this point that it's not an effective solution just because the the rate that those people would either be back in for the same offense or any, any number of those things but there's really it doesn't seem to be slowing down
2: no and see here here I am now I'm kind of like on the other side of the issue myself like I'm saying decriminalization <laughs> is the way to go because uh-huh. then it, it ends up in treatment but I you know I mean in a reason in a reasonable
1: we can't ways. argue
2: about that, I think.
1: not that this is an argument, but I, I would definitely agree with you. I think that yeah. you know there's there's absolutely that, that just blows my mind that and and there's a lot of people out there that you know, maybe marijuana use isn't the only reason that you're ending up there. That that's fair. I get that. But if that is the only reason you're ending up there and our solution to the problem is like you said, because we don't really know what else to do is to just, you know, you know, lock somebody away for a certain amount of time and then, you know, out of sight, out of mind basically, but it doesn't fix anything. And it doesn't change anything. No. And so I think that we've kind of in the last, I don't know, maybe, maybe the last decade, maybe, maybe a little bit longer than that. I know there's people that have been working towards this for a lot longer than that, but that it's kind of become a little bit more common that a treatment option as opposed to an incarceration option is, is available and has been much more successful I mean we've had people on our show and if you've listened to the archives you, you might know, but from uh, drug court in McHenry county
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know, I'm not specifically speaking of, of marijuana that they deal with other things as well but uh, you know and, and people that are basically diverted to uh, some place where they can really kind of Figure out what's going
2: on and what what got this started in the first place, and let's you know have a dialogue. And they get just... started on recovery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and that and their intervention was their intervention was the was the court, mm-hmm. but rather than jail, they were diverted to treatment, sure. and then their, their feet were held to the fire by the courts to mm-hmm. continue treatment. Which, you know, and that's it's not a new concept, but it's like a, a growing you know it's a growing trend. Mm-hmm. So I think. So we, we kind of like veered off, but we, we started with like talking about de, you know decriminalization sure. and okay. the difference between uh, making it legal or illegal to understanding the difference between you know legal and decriminalized. So sure, you know, so that's a distinction that's important. That's one of those distinctions. That like for people who are making up their mind how. Where they stand on this argument, mm-hmm. yeah, just just to understand all the terminology,
1: even is understand the difference between so you, those we, two things. Listeners out there, are, are you if you're following along in our paint by numbers pot program, uh, we've got <laughs> legal, which is just legal would be really no law. Okay, so yeah. you know, do it. Do is what is what whatever you want. We're not right. No, we don't judge. Right. Or you know, legal and regulated, which is what I think a lot of people are moving towards. Or some people, you know, that's that's when you hear about Colorado, that's what they're talking about. Right. right? It's been legalized. There, you can legally have a certain amount on you in Colorado, and we we didn't even talk about state and federal law, but.
2: Yeah, and that's legal. That's both medical and small amounts for personal recreational, recreational use. Right.
1: That's like that's what's really got the buzz. That's what you might have seen right.
2: really big headlines lately
1: because that's kind of a first recreational recreational use. use right? right. You don't have to have a prescription. You don't have to have you know something that you're treating. But then there's the all then order. there's
2: all levels of of uh. Well, so so you, you right. You, you, okay, you said, so
1: then we we just we just discussed um. Decriminalized, de- decriminalized, right? Which is and not the same as legal. It doesn't mean doesn't mean you can possess, own, or use, you know, marijuana or just, you know, paraphernalia or whatever the case may be. The, the laws have just been. Uh, you're not going to go to jail. It's more of a misdemeanor. You're going to get a fine. You're, you know, yeah. Nobody's saying hey, it's okay, but we're not saying you're as bad as. Uh, uh, yeah, we're not. You're not. not all other things.
2: Felonious activity. You're not.
3: You're not going <laughs> to jail. monk. Yeah.
2: So that's okay. felonious, my friend. <laughs> that's and what I like. said. Felonious. Um Polonious <laughs> monk. Maybe that's the music we should play in the middle of this. polonius <laughs> monk.
1: Uh, I like it. Okay. So and then, and then for for those listeners out there, there we we also um, briefly discussed, or I just touched on just a second ago, uh, state laws. So 21 different states are in various stages of legalization, decriminalization. Um, Federally, as a nation, the U.S. of A, uh, if a federal agent comes to your house in Colorado and you say, hey man, um, you know, and think everything's coming What are you doing, son? I'm just smoking some of that legal weed. Mm -hmm. And, no, guess what? You're still going to, you know, you're still going to, there's still federal penalties and the federal law is that it is illegal and punishable by, you know, relatively stiff penalties. Right. So, we're just we're in a we're in a whole whole yeah. heap of, heap the feds of spaghetti gonna, about this. The
2: feds aren't going to aren't going to override state law. That's pretty clear that they're not going to. But, no, but the they, fact that the laws they, are different, the no, federal law they, is different than the state could. law, and they could they could w- makes it kind of weird. And I'll, I'll throw one other thing in there: different municipalities mm. uh, are so ha- even in can the, same state. In, the hand, in the same state, it can be legal by state law. For instance, in Boulder. Mm-hmm. That, that it's okay in Boulder, but down the street, and in fact, this is true, and mm-hmm. down the down the road, uh, uh, a couple of uh, a couple of
1: suburbs, just out of town, right? Uh-huh. Just out
2: of town, they've banned the sale of marijuana. So you can't buy, you can't legally buy marijuana in, uh, you know, Arapahoe County. I'm just Ma- making that up. Sure. I don't, but but you know whatever the county or the, Watch or it, the sheriff municipality. Joe's listening. Um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> down down the street, and in fe- and, and locally here, they've taken, um, they've basically in, in our in our general area, there are towns that have essentially decriminalized on their own small amounts of marijuana, where they'll just they'll if they you know some kids are uh, parked in the forest preserve, the cop pulls up, they've got a couple of joints in the car, and they're all um, you know mm-hmm, giggly yeah. and eating Twinkies or whatever. They're not going to jail. <laughs> You know they're they're mm-hmm. going to get a ticket. Uh, they you know possession now if they have paraphernalia and if they have uh, larger quantities, which mm-hmm. could be you could you could look at that as in intent, intent to sell. sell. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now they're going to get in trouble, but is but for small quantities, they're not gonna they're not going to criminalize it. That's a municipality that's doing that. So we're kind of all over the map. You know the moral of the mm-hmm. story, as far as far as I'm concerned, is you know let's make up our own minds about this in a reasonable and informed way. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out. It's not reefer madness. I've kind of been freaking out, just getting into all the the
1: complicated issues here. But I think, you know, to to sort of step back and put it into perspective, um, ask someone that's really adamant about gun control for or against the same question, and you'll get a very similar conversation, I think. It's legal here. It's not there. You can conceal carry here. You can't there. It's this way, this way. You know, I, I'm an adult, I have the right, it's in the Constitution, you know, and, and you get involved in a lot of emotions and a lot of, yeah. you know, and it can be confusing. But yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's harder to be able to, to It's harder to say get I, some of that information and become informed yeah. and, and make up your own mind. It's, it's just a, a lot going on.
2: People will say, you know, I don't know if people can really say pot is, you know, weed is good. Hmm. i think there there are some people sure. that will say weed is a weed is a plus, not a minus. My bias is that weed starts on the negative side of the scale mm. and you know there's not there's 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 more my bias is that there's more difficulties associated with it than benefits so if I was to visually
1: imagine you know okay so on a scale of 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. 10 being it's the best thing in the world, you know, everybody should try this. 1 being you're probably going to die don't ever do it. You're you're in the, you know, maybe 3 category.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. 2.5 2. Yeah. to uh, 3 to 3. I would I would
1: put my number somewhere closer to to 5. Mm-hmm. Um my I guess, you know, just to just to for those of you out there that are wondering, you know, if I'm taking the pro approach here, I I think that we're all you know if, if, over a certain age if you're not hurting anybody we need to be able to make our own decisions and it's going to i, I think it does have negative aspects absolutely i think it does have some positive aspects uh does the risks outweigh the the, the benefits I, I don't know but i know as a species we've you know some something in there makes human beings look for mood-altering substances for some reason, whether it's alcohol, whether it's marijuana, or you know, a whole other laundry list of things that are better or worse or indifferent. You know? mm-hmm. But that that personal choice is, is something that we, we have to have. And, and it's not going to affect everyone the same. Some people like the doctor will, you know, be upset that their friends are off in a corner looking at their hands or whatever it is they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people won't have that experience and, and feel, you know, will report a very strong positive experience and, and closeness with their friends. Um, I, I think it's it's up to the individual to decide what's what's right and wrong, and you know, even the scientific research about uh, cannabis as a, as a medication is. I can't say definitively one way or another from everything I've read. Okay. Some people say it's great. Some people say it's not effective. Uh, and I think you made a good point. And I think a lot of people point to the fact that, well, is it better or worse than this? And I think you have to judge it on its own without without really saying that because I think it's easy to say, well, you know, if you're talking about medic- medicinal, well, is it even if it's less effective, is it safer to use than opiates? Uh, you know pain medication that we we commonly prescribe now for pain management things like norco or you know i mean we've mm-hmm. all we've all heard a lot of stories about a lot of you know addiction and, and issues with
2: that there's there's a lot there's a lot going on there yeah there is and i think one of the, the you know one of the, the points that you make about about individual choice it it depends upon um well age is is a pretty important issue age i can i well, can when, if you're if you're uh, our arbitrary legal age is twenty-one. So if you're twenty-one, um, okay. So let's let's set that aside. I think one of the things that I would say is that I hear a lot from parents mm-hmm. of kids who are in junior high and high school, yeah, and I who think are very worried about their kids. And it's not that doesn't necessarily. That's a this is a I understand it's a separate topic because number one, I don't think those kids have the Um, physical, literal physical maturity uh, necessary. They're still developing. So I've seen what happens to um, physical and emotional maturity when kids use the drug cannabis sativa (laughs) regularly in in that age range what happens can be a very scary thing. We didn't talk about, and we, we haven't really talked. I don't know. You know, we're we're, we're probably into. I think we might have, we might have a little bit more. We have a little bit more time. Sure. We really haven't talked about the, the gateway drug concept, which. Sure.
1: Let's get. Let's do. Let's do what we got. We got time for one more topic. I know everybody like, out
2: there hopefully is, is still interested in, in, yeah, in hearing can, our voice. Yeah, we can voices. talk a little bit longer. I mean, so I'll just say that I think that um, there is. A freedom of choice uh, argument to be made on the over twenty-one side. Mm-hmm. I have some real concerns about the choice issue for those that are still, de- you know, develop in the developmental phase. And certainly, there's no issue about legal or illegal there because that's not even on the table, right? Um, you know, to speak to that a little bit.
1: I think that that's probably one of the few areas of research that there has been a a pretty extensive amount of of studies done on on developing uh, brains. And I, I think it's something like 25, maybe, like mid to, mid to late twenties, where we You're finally are still in the developmental phase until you know, mid to late twenties. Yeah. And, and and again, I can't say every single person is the same way, and, and that's not the case. That's not what I mean. And I think that that's why it really we didn't just arbitrarily pick twenty one. I think as more research came out, and you know, right, is a you know we decided okay, well, you know, is every every twenty one year old emotionally and and their brain development finished. Uh, have you talked to a twenty-one-year-old lately? Because <laughs> I can tell you from my personal experience, when I was twenty-one, uh, mm,
3: probably not. I
1: needed a little bit more time in the oven. So is that, is that everybody? No. But introducing mood-altering, psychoactive substances, be it alcohol, marijuana, or any other any, anything else, I think we can all agree, scientific or not, is probably a bad idea. You know, I have kids. I have a I have a nine-year-old and an eight-year-old. And, and when I think about how quickly their brains are developing still and how different they are on a, like a month-to-month basis, and just because you're you know, in high school, and I think that that's part of the problem. Well, you know, I was in high school, and I thought I had it all figured out. I knew. Of course my brain was developed. How could I possibly know anything more than I already did? I got, I got this under control. So you don't think about those sort of things when you're that age. And right. so that that's part of the reason why we have to have this legislation. Because if every fifteen year old was left to decide whatever was best for them on their own, I think we would live in a much different society. Yeah. Um. So so an age limit. You know, if we if we were to get to a point as a society here in America that that, that you know, we just said okay, well, you know, you're grown up, do do what you want, right. to a certain extent. You know, within within these boundaries, and absolutely, I would, you know pro or against, I, you know, even, even the most, anybody that says, you know, marijuana is a gift from God and it's a plant, it grows naturally, and there's, you know, I, there's a, a million and one arguments that people make that, that, that want to support it, but right. I would never support anything that, that would allow somebody I would consider a child access to something that would alter their brain chemistry during a significant
2: stage of brain development. No, of course not, and, and and that's that's really and now we're in you know we're kind of really into like the the medical and the you know and the and we're into an age uh, an age thing that makes the that makes the argument the you know the the arguments different and I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect us to be on the opposite sides of it to hear because and that's and a lot of times that's the people that I. Hear from is the parents of kids who are making an argument that they should be able to smoke pot because it makes them more friendly, more creative, more uh-huh. motivated. Sure, and it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the parents know it, but they don't know how yeah. to. They don't know how to articulate. Um, you know, as a parent, telling your kid it's bullshit doesn't gain you a lot of ground no, either. No, you don't know. Yeah, well, you don't know. You never did it. And well, yeah, most, you know that's probably patently untrue too. But,
3: but you
2: know, so there, there's that's my that's my own that's my own bias when we talk about these things is that you know I'm sensitive to the issues of those those kid those develop, the developing kids and also I'm a drug and alcohol counselor who treats addiction and so I'm also sensitive to how marijuana plays into the overall uh, process of addiction.
1: I think it's it's important for our listeners to know that you know when a lot of people discuss pros and cons and we're talking about this, we're, as we're talking about marijuana today, someone that's personally seen and had you know regular interaction with a population of adolescents and, and you know young adults and adults that that have uh, struggled with either struggled with addiction or you know maybe we just got busted the one time or you know whatever the case may be. You have had access to, I don't want to say data that most people don't know, but I think as, as an average parent, you, might, you know your kids, you might know some of their friends, but you all have your lives. And you you, know, you go about your day and you, you, know, you interact with your children and to varying degrees. And I'm not saying any of that's right or wrong, but you don't see things the same way as, as I think Rick would see them.
2: Yeah, I think there's a bigger picture.
1: Yep. there is a bigger picture and it's hard to see when you're that close to it yeah when, when you're, you're dealing it, with one or two teenage kids or whatever the case may be one or two let's just say one or two people that may be participating in the use of marijuana and how that might affect them now when you we deal with a um, hundred different kids and you say well geez for those people that say it doesn't affect them um, i can tell it does in about what ninety percent of, of uh, you know ninety out of those hundred kids all,
2: you know, maybe have similar mannerisms or ways of speech or uh, consequences and watching the, watching that mm-hmm. that march towards things mm-hmm. worse things happening. Like we start with bad grades and then we start then the then you get busted at school and then the cops come in and then and then and and we all have the those those I think there's always outliers and.
1: Regardless of the population, and there's there's people again. Personal biology is going to be different, and it doesn't affect people the same way. And there's going to be yeah. a couple of kids that say, "Oh, I get straight A's, and I'm you know I, I'm head of the class and captain of the swim team or whatever." The you know and we know a couple of kids yeah, like that actually, sure. and and you know real high achieving, uh, whatever, and, right. and and still still use. Marijuana, and then can justify it and say, "Well, look, you know, look at my grades, look at my, look at this, and look at that. You know, how could it possibly affect me?" I think it's just, uh, especially in developing developing minds, it's very dangerous because it's easy to say, "Well, it doesn't affect me until maybe years later when you when you can look back. You don't, you can't see into the future and see that that that's to me. If I was going to take a con, that's my con. That's my you no. can't see the future. You can't. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And you're really handicapping yourself without right. knowing it. Right. You can. You can look back when you're 40 and say, "Oh, geez, I wish I didn't do that."
2: Or. <laughs> and here's, the, here's another scenario, and we're probably we're probably just about out of time now. But here's the other scenario. Another another quick scenario is. No, we're going to do a three hour show today. I think. Ma- Buckle up, uh, everybody. Mom or Dad. Yeah, we're we're not even halfway there. No. You know, mom or dad um, maybe smoked a little um, mm-hmm. ganja in college, and, you know, they were re- recreational. They had a little fun. Uh, you know, they had their party days, and then their party days came to a close, and mm-hmm. we raised a family, and life goes on. Now, little Johnny's in school. The quality of the marijuana has changed dramatically. The availability of marijuana and other drugs is vastly different than it was when mommy and daddy were at uh you know S- State College sure. U. Mm-hmm. And so like little Johnny goes and smokes a little a little rope and gets in trouble and the and <laughs> I think rope might be a little bit of a day de- I've I've never heard rope before. Oh, okay. I say that sometimes, but okay. you know what I mean, right? <laughs> so and mommy and daddy then go, oh, well, it's no big deal. We we smoked a little pot when we were in college, and he's a little younger, but no big deal. But things are different. That's one of the bigger pictures that, that, that I have. Things are different. They're not the same. They're not the same as, you know, for, for, for parents out there. If parents are listening, mm-hmm. it's not the same. No, it certainly isn't. And it's not the same. And, and if kids are listening... It's not the same,
3: <laughs> you know,
2: whoever's listening, Mr. Atwater remembers when a died bag used to cost a dog yeah, that's exactly um, right, Well and things, an ounce
1: was an ounce, well, by things, well, God, things were different and and you know and I think that's there's there's, a, there's another, another discussion there whether I think the uh, uh is marijuana a gateway gateway drug, or what is a gateway drug, and how,
2: how would that work? well, what do, you, what, what do you what is your understanding of that?
1: Well, I think it, I think. I go I go both ways on that one.
2: Okay. <laughs> to, to, to,
1: to you know, take the take um,
2: the pro. I mean I mean take the take the side of
1: like maybe there is isn't. pot is not a gateway drug in in the terms that I think a lot of people understand what a gateway drug is and and I I, I know from my health class you know education in high school that a gateway drug says you know if I smoke marijuana then my odds of uh moving on to something quote unquote harder like maybe heroin or cocaine or um, any of those any of those other substances that that might have more immediate significant consequences is X amount higher. So, you know, your little Johnny smokes rope and <laughs> and and suddenly, you know He's shooting gets, his, gets yeah. his hooks in him and he's out on the street and and, you know, begging you know, breaking and entering and stealing car stereos to pay for his drug habit. And I, you know, and I think that that's kind of the line that that was that was put out there for a long time. And so uh, I I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't think
2: that's the case. So when you say, um, oh, it's a gateway drug, well, no, I, I don't think it is. All right. Well, here's the thing. I I I would say that the term gateway drug is misleading. Hmm. I, and I don't know that I would really necessarily disagree with that position. I, I think, especially today, because there are there are, um, I mean, most of the most of the uh, of the drug users, the chronic drug users out there today, are poly drug users, the garbage can users. They use anything; doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, if they can get, you know, if they can get this, they can get that, whatever. The, you know, sure. and a lot of times they do drift. Towards the the you know the most impactful drug. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a lot of heroin addicts, and then we have a lot of availability for heroin. But I don't think that we can statistically hold marijuana responsible for heroin addiction. Yeah. I don't think that that's an accurate view of what really happens. A lot of kids, I think, will start um, with alcohol and marijuana. Mm-hmm. And they will continue using harder, you know, harder drugs. But I don't necessarily think you can say because they use marijuana that they're using harder drugs. Most of the, the most of the kids that do use harder drugs are also using marijuana, so it can look like that. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of kids out there that we don't know about that actually started using harder drugs, <laughs> and so sort of. Uh, Maybe
1: step down, so to say, uh, and it makes
2: the, and it makes mm. makes it easy to draw the conclusion that alcohol and marijuana are at fault, and that mm-hmm. somehow if we stop that, we'll stop the other. What is it they say that the correlation doesn't
1: necessarily prove causality, and, yeah. and just because the two things are happening at the same time, addiction.
2: If somebody's mm-hmm. addicted to something, yeah. by the time we get to that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what caused it. Do we have he- recreational heroin users? No.
1: No such thing Do doesn't exist. No, I I I I would agree with you on that. But one. but Well, so I'll give you my I'll give you my my uh my con, my my yeah, my yeah, the other side of that. The other side of the other my my personal opinion on the other side of that that quote unquote gateway drug. Um I think it's, you know, and I think most of us can agree that it's it's really more readily available. Yeah. I mean it's not rocket science. It's a plant, okay? You don't have to synthesize you anything. You grow it in your basement. You know, anyone with the inclination and the, and the unsupervision that wants to do that can do that. Right. Um, so, you know, it's available. It's inexpensive. And, right. And, and most people assume that it's not that dangerous. So given those three things and the fact that, especially at the age where a lot of people begin smoking marijuana at a younger age, maybe in high school and middle school, they're around... They got a pretty connected network of people they see every day. So if, if they want to get a hold of something, unfortunately, that that it's not that difficult. I don't imagine. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the the gateway for me is, um, the, that guy that you buy pot from. <laughs> so so if 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 young Johnny is looking to looking to, you know, get get a little something, that guy he isn't the grocer, he is not the car mechanic. He is the drug dealer, and odds are uh, if, he's selling, if he's selling marijuana, he has access to other, other, other things. Mm-hmm. And so whether or not marijuana necessarily leads you either from, a, from an addiction point of view or from you know, whatever other point of view to any other, any other drugs that, that you would say would be more immediately impactful, you're, you're hanging out with the guy that says, hey, well, why don't you try this? Or hey, you know, maybe if you like this, you'll like one of those. It's so like, the drug
2: dealer is the gateway.
1: You got that. You got the Amazon.com. Well, if you tried pot, you might also like ecstasy. You know, people that <laughs> okay. bought an ounce of weed also bought, um, <laughs> you know, a couple Adderall and uh, this and that, and then yeah, and some Zanny bars and a couple of this. And, so yeah. you know, and so well, you know, just just by proximity, right. Uh, so so I I think that 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 can be that can be a, a well I th- yeah
2: I mean it's possible and in. in uh, I just I think you know as far as as far as the gateway concept,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I really actually my, my personal opinion is that it has led us to um, a place that isn't useful mm-hmm. because we go I mean does alcohol does the use of alcohol for minors need to be regulated? Of course it does, mm-hmm. and we've got lots of laws that that handle you know. Um, you know, social responsibility for parents and, you know, tagging kegs and doing all that kind of stuff. And that's good. I'm glad. And then we we have rules about you know, we have laws about the use of of marijuana and other drugs Mm -hmm. that, that keep minors from using those things. And that those are good. But the the concept that if we if we focus on those drugs that we won't get to the other drugs, that's where the disconnect for me is and i have always been of the mind that we needed we need to address the other drugs we keep the laws and pay attention to what we've got here but but you know focus on those other drugs and i think that that's actually starting to happen that
1: that's that's an issue that that isn't just kind of it just seems like it gets lumped together in some sort of you know. Right,
2: and it's another one of those um, subjective things. We've people, you know, drug, you know, go all the way back to the way marijuana was viewed when it originally, you know, came in, you know, started becoming mm-hmm. popular in the country in the thir- what was it, in the '30s or yeah, before? Yeah, very, very, early.
1: Well, even you know, just to just to take a quick detour, and I know we probably need to, we do need to wrap it up here, uh, but you know, even, even when I say drugs, you know what I mean? I think you know, it just right. the common terminology. You know, oh, drugs. Well, there's alcohol, there's tobacco, and then there's drugs. Right. <laughs> like, well. Yeah. <laughs> and some people would lump caffeine in there. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It's, it's psychoactive. I mean, yeah. I've had two cups, and, my, you know, well, I, we, I can we, tell we, you.
2: I've had one, and we're pretty talkative. Ooh. So Okay. <laughs> well,
1: tell you what. Why don't I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my brief summation of, okay. of the, the pro point of view, I guess. Okay. Uh, or at least, you know. All right. You know, I, I go up to all the way up to like a six. Out of ten, <laughs> if you're right. at the other end of the spectrum, maybe I'm a six. So, okay. Um, I think, and and I'll just say legalization, in, you know, a regulated way, would not only free up a lot of resources that we could divert towards rehabilitation versus incarceration. Uh, I think it would demystify it a little bit. Um, I think when you make something illegal, you demonize it in a, in a, in a a lot of ways, the same way where, where people, I think, uh, stereotypically look at people that use drugs in, in a poor light, not that, you know, whether you smoke marijuana or you take heroin, whatever, whatever your drug of choice is, when you, when you criminalize it, you, you marginalize those people, and then it's easy to write them off as bad people. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think there's such a thing as... I don't think most people are bad people. I think that there's, there's other underlying causes. So by, by legalizing marijuana... And you know what? I know you, you make a good point about the, the comparing it doesn't doesn't make it better. But if I had to pick one of the three out of marijuana, tobacco, and alcohol, uh, I think our society is completely bananas. I mean, no, you don't have to pick one of the three, and is saying one's better than this or better than that make it good? No, it doesn't. But I I I I think challenge yourself to imagine what life would be like if we were looking at alcohol for the first time and you know how many people die in drunk driving exits and this and that so for that reason as well um, demystification better regulation at least we'd know pe- you know if, if you put up a sign you know how they have police stings and bars people that are tw- aren't aren't 21 can get a hold of alcohol but not not all the time it's not always readily accessible uh, so it's so better regulation for younger people. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's quite a few reasons. Yeah. But, but basically what it comes down to is within a certain set of parameters, I think people are going to make their own decisions anyway. And, and, and locking people up isn't working. And I think a lot of, you know, we see that already with the
2: decriminalization. And you mentioned, I think, also personal, you, your belief in personal choice for people of, of, of age.
1: Yeah. Once. Yeah. You know what? I'll stick with twenty-one. You know, if that's what we're going with. Let's Mm -hmm. say a a fully mentally developed person, an adult, you can make your own choices. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot, you can you can sign up for the army at eighteen. So figure that one out. But that's another show. Uh, (laughs) uh, So if you're able to make your own choice it's going to affect certain people differently. Certain people would be recreational users. There's always going to be certain people that struggle with addiction, whether it's alcohol or marijuana or any other substance. Uh, chocolate, I mean, you know. But that, that's about the long and the short of it. Okay. As, you know, as an informed adult, you know, you make the call. And let's not, let's not you know, demonize something that, that really has been around since, you know, long before our society decided it was illegal.
2: Mhm. Okay. The end. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I would say, you know, um, from the the point of view of, you know, of, of a of a two point five mm. or a oh, three I, on the I ten think point you went scale, down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think marijuana, as as a a substance, is. Um, its its addictiveness and its destructiveness is is underestimated, and um, that by t- the talk of legalizing, um, we we play it down, we make it we make it uh, we make it small. Even though and even though the arguments about you know alcohol is worse and and tobacco is tobacco is bad. I think that tends to do the same thing. It, it it clouds the issue of the of the nature of the destructiveness of that particular substance. And if you look, if you you know close out the politics and the emotion, and you look strictly at the substance and its effects, especially on younger people, um, I think any move towards further legalization is dangerous. From the perspective of its addictive potential, Um, if people think that it isn't isn't addictive, um, I think uh, one of the things that I I tell people is that heroin was developed in the nineteen thirties as a treatment for morphine addiction. Mm -hmm. Because you know, know, so it was better. (laughs) Yeah, because heroin's heroin's good for you because it treats you know morphine addiction. Mm You know addictive, uh, you know the word addiction is um, maybe a little bit overused and, and maybe a little bit misunderstood, but my position is that um, marijuana is is more dangerous than most people give it credit for. Um, and there's a lot of myths about it um, that are perpetrated by people who do a lot of smoking of it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know so uh, anyway, so I think you know there's there's danger. You know, when it comes to the legalization issue, I think, um, you know, I would be more inclined to talk about decriminalization. You know, because I, I'm also a believer that putting people in jail isn't going to solve the problem uh, for people who do get addicted to to um, you know marijuana or any other or any other substance. Um, treatment is the answer, not jail. So I think we're probably not too far away on that one. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I'll say is. Um, you know uh i think we we've talked about this i hope that what we did is give you information um to the listeners give you points of view give you information give you uh maybe spread the issue out so you can look at the pieces
3: mm-hmm.
2: because it's not as simple as yes or no it's not legalize or don't legalize good or bad black or white use or don't use it's um there's a lot of pieces, a lot of moving parts here, that you need to know about to make an informed decision about how you want to proceed with this issue. And so we hope you, we've given you the we've given you some additional stuff that you can plug into the hard drive and <laughs> see where it comes out. So, anything else in closing you have? No, I appreciate
1: the opportunity to to kind of voice the other side and I uh, I think it was a good discussion and I yeah. I'd, I'd like to reiterate that that yeah absolutely, it's a big issue and I know we hear a, a little sound clips and bites on the news and little blurbs of the paper but it's a bigger issue that'll fit in fit in a few lines so if you if you really are, are interested you know it, it's a good it's a good thing to be informed.
2: Yeah, and uh and maybe um you know tweet us uh, or send us an email uh, at recoveryinternetradio
1: recoveryinternetradio dot
2: com and uh, let us know how you feel about that. So thanks to our listeners, uh, and uh, we'll email out a reminder for next week's show, Thursday or Friday when uh, when we when we get it put together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't rush us, huh? No, we don't want to rush. We don't want to hurry anything. So remember to check recoveryinternetradio dot com for all our archive shows and to sign up for our email reminder list. And remember that we want to hear from you, so we know where you are and as always live today love yourself and your neighbor and together we'll trudge the happy road to destiny we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight and we'll see you next Sunday night at 7.